Okay, good day ladies and gentlemen. My name is Joey Stephen and I am a Canadian immigration practitioner for the past 28 years. This podcast is exclusively for Canadian entrepreneurs who are missing out on the migration opportunities offered by your provincial entrepreneur immigration programs. My goal in this podcast is to allow Canadian entrepreneurs tickle their creativity and the desire to grab and utilize opportunities. I will cover regulations just for the sake of understanding, but if you want to hear more on what your province has to offer, please call my toll-free number provided at the end of this podcast. Provincial Entrepreneur My Immigration Programs accepts application from international senior managers or international businessmen and women to apply for provincial nominations. These foreign nationals will have to invest a minimum amount ranging from 150000 to 300000 or more depending on the province. Example, in Nova Scotia, the province expects an investment of a minimum of $150,000, whereas in New Brunswick, the province expects an investment of a minimum of $300,000. These senior managers or entrepreneurs can come into Canada on a work permit to establish their entrepreneur venture either by themselves or in partnership with a Canadian entrepreneur. Being a Canadian entrepreneur, there are several possibilities of associating with these senior managers or businessmen from overseas willing to invest in your business for a fair share and also willing to work for your business for mutual benefit. I can think of countless possibilities to these opportunities, which exclusively is available to Canadian entrepreneurs, which entrepreneurs from other countries may not currently enjoy. In this podcast, I am going to talk about four different scenarios with examples from various provinces. Which will uh, and will allow entrepreneurs will like uh, like yourself to think of your own approaches to benefit your business and your community. Keep in mind that you can, without difficulty, find someone willing to invest a few hundred thousand dollars in your business and work and grow your business. It is a double whammy for Canadian entrepreneurs and it is almost a hidden secret which very few entrepreneurs utilize. Successful entrepreneurs typically have two unique traits. One is creativity and the other one is capitalization of opportunities. Entrepreneur migration tickles these two traits. Therefore, I would encourage you to keep abreast with entrepreneur-related immigration programs, which, if well-managed, will benefit your business and your community. 
Today we are going to discuss possibilities for the following. We are going to talk about retirement. We are going to talk about cash-strapped businesses. We are going to uh, talk about expansions and diversifications as well. Keep in mind that these scenarios can be interchanged among any of these uh, approaches. I will do my best to provide you with a few examples of scenarios. However, keep in mind that most scenarios may have real and probable approaches and all names mentioned in this podcast are for the sake of a story only. For those of you who dread retirement and don't like that word, move on to the next approach and that is cash-strapped businesses. Even though you may not need any of these right away, it may be information you may want to know, especially when these opportunities exist in Canada, which most entrepreneurs have little knowledge about. Now let us discuss about how to leverage entrepreneur immigration programs with retirement. Retirement for entrepreneurs can be achieved in different ways. And they are, if they are able to sell their business and monetize their branding and their entrepreneur investment, it helps with retirement. Thousands of baby boomers turn 65 every day in Canada. And even if 65 is not a retirement age for most entrepreneurs, it is possibly a time to think and prepare. Baby boomers own most small businesses, but only 17% of them have a real exit plan. Even when businesses are doing well, shutting down seems to be the first option. This should not be the case in Canada. Small businesses provide the vast majority of employment within low-income areas. Selling to foreign investors who is in the process of becoming a Canadian is an excellent alternative. In the United States, the Forbes magazine estimates that most small business owners don't have retirement savings. And when time comes to retire, they find it very difficult to sell their businesses. Canadian entrepreneurs are in a way blessed with a provincial immigration program that assists. However, most of small businesses in Canada do not use the full potential of Canadian provincial and federal immigration programs to assist in retirement. Retirement can be addressed in several ways. A planned approach will be the best possible option. And when I mean planned approach, an approach which will have at least a three-year time span to prepare for retirement. I shall provide you with some scenarios on approaching retirement when it comes to monetizing your brand and or your service platform, which you have built over decades. And please don't let it go to waste. I will briefly discuss a hypothetical three-year approach and a quick eight-month approach if you missed the long-term approach. We will also discuss a infinite time 
but a work-based approach. Sometimes uh, something is different um, than the outright sale. We will also discuss multiple partnership approaches. A long-term approach to retirement when it comes to the sale of your business helps a lot. Okay, now let us discuss the three-year plan. As I had told earlier, provincial entrepreneur immigration programs accepts application from international managers or entrepreneurs to apply for provincial nominations. These senior managers or overseas entrepreneurs will have to invest an amount ranging from $150,000 to $300,000 or more, depending on provinces. And you have quite a demand from foreign entrepreneurs to use this program so that their families can move to Canada. If your business is worth over 300000 then you could also look at an option to partner with multiple foreign nationals to, uh, who could buy your business cumulatively, each contributing at least one-third of the value of your business and obtaining an op- uh, ownership of a similar percentage. If time is on your side, you may choose to sell one-third of your business every year until you sell the final stake in the third year. Or you may choose to do it in one go. It is also possible to sell sell stakes to um, the initial buyers and this approach could expand your probabilities. If you are short of time, then an APE eight-month approach where you can sell your business in one go to one or multiple uh, buyers is an approach you could consider. If you're looking for less than eight months to closing, then this approach of allowing foreign entrepreneurs buy your business may not be a right approach. Certain entrepreneurs would like to sell their businesses with a condition of employment. Certain buyers may like this option of hiring back the previous owner for a period of time and could use it as a negotiation tool and in some cases may attract a premium on the sale. In this instance, the seller uh, would also sell their time to the buyer. Many entrepreneurs are willing to provide support after the sale for operation stabilization purposes. At the time of such uh, support, um, um, the time is always determined prior to the sale. Some entrepreneurs can also sign up for a longer paid approach where salary is paid to the seller to ensure the business goes on without interruption and the new owner focuses on new growth, expansion or diversification. The possibilities are numerous. In some cases, retiring entrepreneurs would also consider sale to multiple individuals, each specializing in their own area of expertise. Example, if a restaurant business was sold to three different shareholders at a 33%, uh, 33.3% stake, where each uh, stakeholder uh, has different portfolios, if, if one of the stakeholders is a chef, the other is a restaurant marketeer, and the third is a franchisee expert, the combination 
could expand the business or entrepreneurship to include an expanded restaurant chain with expanded menu options and could be present across Canada and possibly international. There are several possibilities which could be used for retirement or even for current expansion ventures. In another example, Ron is in his early 60s and is planning to retire in the next four or five years. He has run his small business in a mid-sized town in Nova Scotia. He and his wife has built this company for the past 25 years and owns the resident the, the office building. He has estimated the value of the business to be around $400,000. He is looking for a co-owner who could enhance his current operations and would also be a foundation to his retirement. He finds a buyer overseas and he sells 33.3% of his business for $150,000. He is keen to sell the balance of his business at a later date as he plans to retire only after four years. When the time comes to sell the rest of his business, he would, would already have a partner who may be willing to buy the rest of the business or he could choose to sell it outside if those are more attractive options. There are multiple possibilities. Okay, now let's move on to cash-strapped businesses or failing businesses. Cash-strapped businesses, especially those who are finding it difficult to restart after a major event like the COVID-19 pandemic, can best benefit by signing on a financial as well as a working partner to restart the business. Several provinces offer entrepreneur programs for migrants who can invest in existing Canadian businesses as long as they co-own the business with at least a 33.3% stake and be involved in the growth of the business. An opportunity hard to come by for Canadian entrepreneurs who are struggling to reopen because of funds. If well-managed and with a foreign investor, a working partner with new skill sets and ideas, Canadian businesses can actually target for doing better than ever before. Creativity and approach is in the hands of the Canadian entrepreneur and this is possibly the time to make the difference. Here is an example. Fahad runs a Mediterranean restaurant and has been growing his business when the COVID-19 virus appeared. He had to shut down his business and he lost some of his best employees. He is already having a business loan and is not able to withstand the onslaught of closures and disruptions. He was thinking of bankruptcy. Little was Fahad aware of the entrepreneur program offered by his province's immigration department where a foreign national could invest at least $150,000 in his business for a one-third stake. He realized he could focus on his 
restaurant operations, whereas his new partner could focus on marketing initiatives and increase the client volumes. The foreign national he intends to partner with is from the Middle East, work, uh, currently working as a senior manager in a marketing department of a large organization. More importantly, this partner could assist Fahad to reopen his business and this partnership may be all he needs to propel his business to new heights. Now, expansion of current operations is another way of using these immigration programs. Additional space, added products, addition of locations, and several expansions of your current business can be addressed through the Provincial Entrepreneur Immigration Program. In addition to providing an opportunity for an international senior manager entrepreneur to move and invest in Canada, you also have the brain power and the money power to expand your current operations. You can mimic what's good, what good operational platforms you currently have and expand on innovative approaches through partnerships. Example, you may want to expand your operational exposure by opening manufacturing units in other locations of the country, or you may want to open your own restaurant or food center in different parts of the country through partnerships. Partnerships provide entrepreneurs the opportunity to expand and include more people with the talent and the money to adapt, to adopt creative approaches to your current operations. An example um, of a scenario for expansion, let's talk about Edwin, a restauranter in the uh, Atlantic province. Added two additional restaurants in other provinces just through an entrepreneur immigration partnership. He owns 60% of the other two restaurants with just a 20% monetary investment and ensured that the restaurant model mimicked his successful Atlantic restaurant. In the first year alone, his franchise, or I'm sorry, his business, which was franchisee-free, grew several fold not only because of his expansion but also because the people he partnered with came with tremendous experience which generated new ideas and approaches to his currently existing and successful venture this the opportunity for these programs are endless expansion examples may also be used for family exam uh, expansion example we had Roland, who was retiring soon, and his tool shop was not something his only son Jay was interested to be part of. As part of his retirement strategy, Roland had already found a foreign partner who was pursuing the province's entrepreneur migration program. Now, Jay, his son, did not have the resource to funds, but had a lot of good ideas. He was interested to market his brand of music instruments like the guitars he was building himself. Roland, his dad, being already involved with a foreign partner and being an entrepreneur himself, put his creativity to work. He felt it would benefit all 
if he approached this need through another foreign partner. He could identify a foreign partner who had several years of experience in running an online store and was willing to invest and be a working partner for the new venture. Jay, his son, owned 45% of the business with a 15% financial investment. Roland, the dad or the father, invested 20% in, uh, in financial investment and was a silent partner. And the foreign partner invested 35% as a working partner. Jay focused on manufacturing, whereas the foreign investor managed the sales and marketing function of the operation. A good success story. Okay, now, now let's discuss about diversification. Diversifying your business uh, into other areas may be better initiated with a senior manager or an entrepreneur from overseas willing to invest and be a partner of such operations. Bridging entrepreneurs from other countries with an equity stake can allow globalization of operations and beneficial leveraging on sourcing raw materials and allowing manufacturing capabilities to expand. I will give you two examples here, both incredibly unique in its own ways. Ajay is a flourishing entrepreneur from India and was keen to partner with a Canadian corporation so that he can benefit from the provincial entrepreneur migration. And his partnership will allow all parties to expand into finished products from recycled materials. His business in India allowed him to source cut plastic and metals from manufacturing companies in India, which they normally dispose of as waste. These materials are recycled into new products like plastic disposal bags, among others. He is keen to obtain raw materials for his business from Canada and the United States and being highly industrialized nations, these regions have the potential to provide substantial raw material for his recycle manufacturing business, which can be made and sold around the world as a recycled product. He noticed that there are companies in the province in Canada, uh, which were not doing very well because the cost of machinery and labor for such operations did not justify a viable operation. He could partner with one of them and their projections for the next three years allowed the partnership to double the workforce at four times turnover. And this was just the Canadian side of the business. He anticipates that the partnership will more than double his Indian operations as well. It was a win-win-win for all. Let's talk about another scenario. Samuel had a flourishing lobster fishing business. He was a fisherman, but always was inclined to serve his own lobsters to his clients. The best way he could accomplish this was to use the provincial entrepreneur immigration program where entrepreneur managers uh, overseas can partner with their Canadian counterparts 
and start a venture. Sam and his overseas partner Sanjay started the Atlantic Lobster House. Sanjay, with his several years of experience as a senior manager at a large restaurant in the Far East, was a good fit. Both parties contributed 50-50 in terms of their financial uh, obligations. However, Sam retained 65% ownership and Sanjay had the balance 35% ownership. Samuel took his business to a different level through diversifying by capitalizing on immigration programs offered by the various provinces. In this case, he diversified to increase his profitability through this diversification partnership. Not only could he attempt to achieve the desired outcome, he also could expand his reach by allowing his name and his product to be used on the Pacific coast. He is a business from the Atlantic province and he could build on an investor who could who would assist in diversifying uh, of his lobster fisheries on the Pacific coast by using the BC PNP Entrepreneur Program. He intends to expand across the country using a similar approach by capitalizing on the entrepreneur programs offered by the various other provinces as well. One of the benefits of partnering with foreign investors Um, is that they usually do not come with conditions and they depend a lot on the trust of the contract established between the Canadian employer or the Canadian entrepreneur, I'm sorry, and the overseas partner. There are several scenarios or ways to benefit from the provincial entrepreneur immigration programs and if, if such programs exist in your country, And just as a note, most provinces do have an entrepreneur immigration program. For more information on your provincial regulations, you may feel free to call my office toll-free 1-888-553-4833. Thank you.